Yo, 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 what's poppin'? It's your girl Malia, and welcome back to Young and Opinionated. First and foremost, let me just say, Happy New Year. We are in 2023, and I just have a great feeling about this year for all of us. I really do. We made it out of 2020. We made it out of 2021. Things started to feel better for the most part, I hope, for you guys in 2022. And I just hope for the best for all of us in 2023. I like how one of the first trends that's on TikTok right now of the new year is this I'm so lucky, everything happens for me, I'm so lucky. What is it? I'm, what is it? I'm so lucky that everything works out for me trend where these girls swore by saying this all the time and then it just started to come true because the energy that they were putting into the universe was coming back to them and a bunch of people faking it and just saying it to say it, I don't think is going to actually be what happens but I do believe in manifestation and speaking things into existence and putting good energy out if you want to receive good energy and I think something that, that's something we can all do in 2023 to try to change our mindset, have a brighter, happier outlook on life, and just really hope for the best. Even when I was reflecting on how I talk to myself and how I think about myself, there's many times where I will say, I hope, or if everything works out, or if it's meant to be, this will be, instead of just saying on my chest, if I want something, this is what I want, and this is what I'm expecting in my life, and this is what I'm going to work towards, instead of all this, I hope, I hope, and if it's right for me, like, if it's something you want, speak on it be about it do about it so i hope that's some energy that we can all bring into 2023 i'm not gonna lie it was hard to be creative today i'm coming down from this post-holiday chaos and my creative juices aren't flowing and i'm not gonna call it a rut but i'm just gonna say because the holidays are my favorite time of year And it's so packed with things to do, so many events, so many Christmas parties, and just being around loved ones and sharing in all the happy spirits that I feel like once it's all done and Christmas decorations start coming down, it's like a little post-holiday sadness. And I feel like I'm going through that this week. I didn't really have anything planned this week. It's been raining all week. Jamal's out of town for basketball. I'm just like, man, I'm in a little rut right now. But it's coming to an end, I feel it. I'm very much a go-with-the-flow girl. I never have a plan. I just really do the things that I want to do in the moment that I want to do them. And that's my approach with all social media. I don't plan out content. I don't, none of that. Like, I take pictures when I want to take pictures. I film videos when I want to film videos. And it just, whatever happens at the time, I don't plan anything. And the other day I tried to sit down and plan out content. I was like, ew, no, not for me. Like, that's cute. That I tried to think I could be like that for 2023, but I don't want to mess up the flow that I have going and the juices that I have going. And even just sitting down and attempting to write stuff out, I feel like I just like got in my head about things. But anywho, today's episode, I posted on my Instagram at the Malia Elaine, write in topics, write in scenarios. So we're going to go check that. I haven't looked all day. I want to see what's in there and then we'll go from there. A little shameless plug, if you're not following me on Instagram, go ahead and give your girl a follow. Literally, I have, I just hit, oh my gosh, I just hit 500k on TikTok. Like, what the heck? Thank you so much if you came from TikTok. 
literally changing my life and making all my dreams come true but no one wants to follow me on instagram i don't i don't know what what i can do to make you guys want to follow me on instagram (laughs) boo first world problems but like even if a tenth of my instagram followers followed me uh, a tenth of my tiktok followers me (laughs) if a tenth of my tiktok followers followed me on instagram i would be quadrupled where i'm at right now but let's look at what these write-ins are There is no specific genre for these questions and these write-in topics, so we're just going with the flow and reading them as they come up, but I really like the first one that I just opened up to, and it says, how do you keep your relationship fresh with effort and small gestures of love and thought? I have been in my relationship with Jamal for almost two years. It'll be two years at the end of this month, so whoop, whoop, whoop. That's my longest relationship since my, like, high school relationship, which I don't even, I shouldn't even count anymore. Like, it's like a crash or or a point on your DMV record. Like, they should expire after a certain amount of time. So, I've definitely noticed with me and Jamal, our honeymoon phase was, like, so long. It was so great. We were obsessed with each other, just always hanging out, always having something to do. Even if it was in the house, having activities in the house, facials, movie night, making popcorn, ice cream sundaes, all that stuff. And it was because the first year of our relationship, I was only working on the weekends, literally just Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, if that. Um, He was only working Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So that meant the other four days of the week we both could like have for each other because yes, I was in school getting my degree, but all my classes were online and all of them were pretty much asynchronous and we'd have like a Zoom meeting like once a month to just catch in or whatever. So like my schedule was open for him. His schedule was open for me. I would go spend four days at his house. He'd go spend four days at my house. And we'd be able to be together 24-7. And we never really got tired of each other. It was great because it was always exciting. There was always new stuff. We were Even if we were chilling, like it was because we just did 40 things the day prior. All of our money was going towards each other. Spend our money, make more money on the weekends. Spend our money, make more money on the weekends. Like it was insane. There was really no strain on the relationship. There was no blockers in between us. Our time was 100% dedicated to one another. And now... Uh, like a year and a half later from when I was speaking of he's in school it started all in August when I got my job and he was going back to school so he was going to be in school again with in-person classes basketball practices and games I had just landed my first full-time job after graduating I was going to be working nine to six every day and still deciding if I was keeping my waitressing job so I would only see him once or twice on the weekends and even when I saw him he had so much homework or he had morning practices. It was really rough. It was really rough and I had to learn who he was under stress and this is something I take away from the last six months of our relationship which I think is really great to grow and that we made it out of our like in my eyes it was a rocky phase not relationship ending but just learning each other in a new way 
I don't think he felt any difference because I think men are very easily able to compartmentalize. And he was like, I'm stressed about school. I'm stressed about basketball, but everything with Malia is fine. Like he was able to put them in three different boxes. And for me, I knew he was stressed with school. I knew he was stressed with basketball, but I felt like even though he would say he wasn't stressed, like and that he got everything done and it was nice to be able to just chill on his one day off with me, he wasn't fully detaching from that stress he was trying to but when I looked into his eyes it they looked see-through like they literally did like he was there but he wasn't his his full self and I didn't know how to describe it and it made me internalize and be like what's wrong is something wrong have I done something hey are you mad is there anything you need to express and he's like no I'm fine I'm fine because it was nothing about me but it was about other things and your partner isn't just your love partner they're your life partner and you guys have to be able to go through life and real world things struggles strains pressures because that's what life is and it's not always going to be rosy and everything and that's something we had to overcome but it was really in those hard times for me because I was internalizing everything I was overthinking everything because I just knew that wasn't his true self the true self that he showed me for a year and six months I was not seeing he wasn't as giggly he wasn't as talkative he wasn't as outgoing he didn't really want to do anything because he's so tired because of basketball but then because I was just sitting in the house all day I really wanted to go out so then I was like oh my gosh like this is it was a lot but the little gestures that he made, and I know they took a lot of energy out of him because he was tired because he had so much going on. The little, the little gestures he made once a month, every few weeks, really meant a lot. And they kept that spark there still for me that this person would still go out of their way to make me feel loved, to make me feel heard really meant a lot in those hard times and I think that's do that is how you keep a relationship alive is doing the things that that you know the other person would appreciate no matter what it is you have to know your person me showing up to Jamal's basketball games and changing my work schedule so that I can be there at his games I know that means a lot for him because it's support I could be like oh well your games fall on Thursdays I work on Thursdays Malia what's the difference work on Wednesdays instead of Thursdays so you can be at his game duh and I do it as much as I can, but I do still have a manager who makes my schedule. And of course, sometimes there's mistakes, but I'm at as many games as I can that he's in this area. Not like out of state or anything, you know? For the most part, since he's been in school and basketball, I've had to go to him because it's what makes sense because he has to go to practice in the morning and he has to come back and then he has to go back for the second practice. And there's no reason for him to be even further away from his school to come see me. And I have the time that I can go out to him. But he knows like sometimes I do just want to be in my space, but with him, not in his space with him. You know, there's just I'm the person who likes having all my stuff. I don't like living out of a bag. I like sleeping in my bed, but I still want to be around him. I still want him. So like the times that he made the effort to come out to me, even though he still did have that crazy practice schedule, meant a lot to me. One day he came over after practice in the middle of the school week. And he was like, I'll just go to school from here in the morning. Like, it's fine. I was like, what? Like, surprised me. He was like, should we get uh, this place for lunch? And I was like, huh? He was like, lunch. Did you already eat lunch? Let's get lunch. And I was like, what? He was like, yeah, I'm coming. I'm coming over. I was like, oh my gosh. And I was like freaking out. I was like, I needed that. Like, it was, he knew when I needed it. And he, I was delivered. 
So anything that your partner would appreciate, I think, is definitely going to keep the spark alive. Spontaneous dates, um, cooked meals, lunch that they love. Flowers will go so far. Flowers will go so, so far. Um, I don't know, their favorite candy and chips, whatever. Little gestures, washing their car if they're an acts of service person, getting pumping their gas, like whatever it is. You have to know your person. A handwritten letter in the morning next to their coffee. I don't I don't know what your situation is, but little things like that I do think really keep the relationship alive. And if um, budget willing, time willing, all that willing, I do think weekly, bi-weekly, or monthly dates, however your schedule can work that, are very important. Unplug. It's not about showing each other the TikToks that you saw this week. It's about just genuinely talking having those check-ins, expressing the love you have for that person, as well as if there's any concerns, just bringing it up in a very safe environment. Like, hey, this isn't a fight. I just want you to know like, hey, when you did this, it made me feel like this. If you're not the type of person to say it in the moment, just having that safe place, like, hey, can we have a little check-in? Or, hey, I do feel like you've been disconnected. Da, da, da. but you always you got to follow it up by just expressing your love because sometimes I feel like the longer and deeper you're in relationships you feel like you don't have to do that anymore oh well, I've been with this person for how long like of course they know I love them of course they know I do anything for them of course they know da, 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 da. no you need to keep expressing that you need to keep expressing that because as time goes on by do they still think I'm sexy do they still think I'm cute am I still keeping things fresh do they still wake up and be like oh I love this girl like saying all that matters from year one to year 50 so that's my view on that the next question is what are your thoughts on moving out slash moving out with a roommate slash moving out with your boyfriend This has actually been a topic that I've been thinking about, pondering, dreaming about, putting on my vision board for 2023. 17-year-old Malia would have, at 22 years old, I'm about to turn 23 in a month, so that's crazy. Um, If you were to ask 17-year-old Malia, she would have found the love of her life in college, graduated from the same school as him, and graduation day he would have gotten down on one knee. I would have been engaged by now. I would have been already like two years living in my own place. In my head, I was like, you'll move out at 20, like after your first two years in college, you'll get your own place. That's not a dorm. That's not your parents' house. Yeah, no. I'm still living at my mom's. I'm in a loving relationship and we're going at the pace that makes sense for our relationship. Moving out is still next on my list, but I don't feel a pressure of like having to do it. I am blessed to have the dynamic within my family that I do, that I can live at home, that it's not toxic for me at home, that it's a loving uh, environment. I have my own bedroom. I have my own bathroom. I have my own parking spot. Like, it's great. Um, As I get older, one, I just want to be in my own space. I don't always just want to have to socialize and be around family even though I love them or whatever like I love them but it's just like I just want to come home and be in my own place rent free though you know rent free um I also with my TikTok journey and me filming 24 7 our walls are very thin and like if my sister's in her room talking you can hear it in the back of a TikTok video and then I don't want her to feel like oh the internet heard what she was talking about 
when she didn't think she was being recorded. So then I'm like, hey, I'm filming. Give me 30 seconds. And that's so annoying. Or like if I want to be in the kitchen to film a mukbang, mukbang, and they want to be in the kitchen at the same time. Like, who am I? What am I going to do? Like, so I do just feel like it's time. The time is coming for me to move out. I do feel it for me in 2023. I've also talked to my cousin who wants to move from the Bay Area down to LA. She has nowhere specific that she wants to live in LA. She just wants to be kind of convenient, like close to a little bit of everything. I don't know if I want to live in LA. I kind of want to live in the OC. I don't know. Just the traffic and the dirty streets and the homeless people everywhere. It's just like, I just want to feel somewhere safe and secluded and not hearing sirens and everything all night long. But I'm not financially in a place where I could just cough up rent every first of the month and still feel very comfortable. Um, taking on social media full time in 2023 is what I'm doing. I'm doing it without management for the first time. Uh, last year I had management and I've had management before I even had brand deals. They were just, it was people that believed in me until they didn't believe in me. And then when they didn't believe in me anymore is when I took off. So that's crazy. So I just needed to do it for myself, learn all the tricks of the trade and learn how to get paid. <laughs> that's the part we're working on. The content creating, that's going up. The getting paid is not. So hopefully if this is going to be my full-time job, it starts bringing in full-time money. <laughs> that's why I keep out back in my little pocket because the car payments still do every month, you know? So that's that. Moving in with my cousin. For me, I think it would be the best roommate situation because I can't stand certain people for so long. My social battery dies. I think me and my cousin understand that and like we just go into our own space. At the same time, we have a lot of similarities. We're at the cleanliness level around the same place where it's like things might get messy in the moment because we're getting ready or whatever, but by the next morning, it's all going to be cleaned up. Um, I honestly think she's probably actually more neat than I am for the most part. Um... We have roughly the same social battery. We have all that in common. Uh, we have the same style as far as decorating the apartments. Like she is someone I highly consider and like um, be, she would be the person I move out with if I had a roommate. If not, I'm just going to do it solo, which I said I literally would never do because I'm kind of scared to live alone. But sometimes you just got to put your big girl pants on. Jamal has a place for him to go to school and that's his place. I go to his place whenever I want, whenever he doesn't care how often I'm there. I'm there when he's not there. Like, that's fine. But uh, hopefully by the time he graduates and stuff, me and him can have a place that we both call home instead of his home versus my home. But we're just not ready for that um, right now. But of course, that's a goal. I also think the reason for that is a lot of people date people that like live close to them. <laughs> Me and Jamal are an hour away. We are 30 miles away from each other. And so like that's a lot to like for either one of us to like up and leave our area with our friends, with our jobs, with our activities to go make a new life at the other person's life. Because that like either we both move and we move somewhere in the middle so that we both have access to that. But like if he were to pick up and come to me, I'd be like, oh my gosh, like all your friends and the people you play basketball with in the mornings and school friends and all this stuff, your job, your like all your people, 
and if I went to him, I'd be like, oh, I don't want to drive an hour to just spend one lunch with my friends. Like, what? Like, everything so far, my gym, like, my favorite Target, you know, like, all that stuff. It's like, uh, you have to really create a new environment if you pick up and move in with someone where they're already at. And so that's where I stand on that a little bit. They actually say that couples that move in together before being married have an 80% chance, their chances are 80% higher to get divorced than divorced. What's wrong with me in this sentence? Wow. Um, They have a higher chance of getting divorced than people who wait till marriage, which that makes no sense to me because like what? I need to know your tendencies. I need to know all your tendencies. Do you put the cap on the toothbrush, on the toothpaste? Do you put the lid down on the toilet? What do you let the toilet look like before it's time to clean the toilet? Do you put the toilet paper over or under? These are all, everything was in the bathroom. Um, Why are your socks on the floor? And I'm kind of messy, but Jamal already knows that. (laughs) I pick it up later. I just, I don't know. I'm freelancing life, okay? But... I feel like these are all things you kind of need to know, but I guess if you wait until marriage, then you're just, you already committed in so many other ways that you're going to make roommate problems not existent in your marriage because you already have, I don't know. Cause they always say, don't let marriage, don't let roommate problems be marriage problems. Like work that stuff out, do better for each other so that it's not living together. That's what's tearing you guys apart. So maybe that's why. All right, let's go ahead and head on into the next topic. This one literally just came in and I want to talk about it. Happy with my boyfriend, but also think about my ex sometimes. And when I do, I feel awful. What should I do? That's a tough one. Um, It's like not like that person never existed and they were probably a crucial part in your life. So I understand still thinking about them or something reminding you of them or whatever. But if you're still like thinking about like a romantic aspect, like I think that's definitely something you need to think about and figure out what you want. And I just know when I look at my exes and when I'm thinking about my past experiences, I just think like we weren't right for each other. I learned so much and it's setting me up to be a better person for the person that I'm in a relationship with now. So it never makes me think back and be like, oh, I wish we were still together. Like, no, it didn't work out. But the ends of the way my relationships have ended doesn't mean that's how yours did you know so that's that's really tough I don't know how yours did I don't I would just assume that if you got with your new boyfriend the boyfriend that you're with now you obviously there was love and you saw things in him that you needed out of a person and hopefully more than you saw out of your ex I feel like we should always be elevating always be elevating like I don't know not that someone's higher than someone else but at the same time they kind of are for you if you need someone who's going to do x for you and the only one only did y and z or whatever but you really need x you need someone who's going to bring x to the table you do you understand what I'm saying like I don't know but yeah I would just really look inside and see what is making you think about that x Another topic just came in and all it says is trauma bonds. That's going to be the next video. 
that's the next podcast right there just trauma bonds we will get into that next week okay because that is a whole episode in itself the last thing i want to touch on is someone just said tips on success on social media and there is no rule book um people i used to always look for advice because it was something i wanted to do so bad and i'd look for advice through people and what works for one person isn't universal it's not going to work for everyone and so you need to do what makes sense for you you need to do what's best for you what makes sense for your brand who you are just being you you are your brand on social media if you try to fake and be someone else people can tell one two you're gonna burn out because it's not who you are and three i feel like it leads to an identity identity crisis because then people aren't liking you for you they only know this one side of you and so you feel like the true you is like a lie you gotta just be you do you film what you like watching I like watching mukbangs. I like le- watching vlogs. I like watching skincare, makeup, and outfits. Like, I I don't stick to one niche. I'm not a niche girl. I just film what I like watching. The people that like watching that type of content will watch that piece of content versus this one versus this one. And you know what? Hopefully, they just start to like you and they will watch all your content. There's no rules. People used to say, don't make videos longer than 15 seconds on TikTok. I was like, but I got a lot to say. What about 60 seconds? Screw it, I'm make 60 seconds. Nah, I still got more to say. I'm gonna make it three minutes. All my content is pretty much three minutes. I don't do a whole lot of trends. I don't do a whole lot of viral stuff. Like, I try things that are viral because I'm just curious and I would try it even without recording it. But I don't try to like use a trending sound if it doesn't make sense. Like if something pops in my head, it pops in my head. But like, I'm not someone who can be funny like that on the internet. Like I just have to talk and express myself and be who I am for it to work for me. So that's how I just recommend. Just be you. Don't try to copy anyone else's strategy. Don't try to be anyone else. Do you be yourself. And I promise with consistency, just be consistent. Don't give up because it didn't happen in the first week, week two, week three, week four. Because on week five, it's about to blow up more than you ever could have known. You know, like not that it's always in week five. I'm just, it's net like there's no actual number. I'm just saying right when you wanted to give up, the next few days is when you're about to have that breakthrough. So just keep going. Thank you so much for listening in on this week's episode of Young and Opinionated. We will be back next week with more and more and more. And hopefully we'll have some video content up soon. I'm working on that this week. And make sure you're following me on all my social media platforms. It's either Malia Elaine, the Malia Elaine, Malia Elaine point two. Search any of that. Hopefully you find this curly headed girl and I'll see y'all next time. Bye guys.